This podcast and others are brought to you by EverythingVoluntary.com. My name is Skylar Collins, and this is Thinking and Doing. In this podcast, I examine logical fallacy, cognitive bias, stoic teachings from masters past and present, and tips on being better at life. I hope it will be as instructive to you as it is to me in the pursuit of thinking and doing well. Hello and welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we're going to look at a couple of stoic teachings. As we do, we'll start with the Daily Stoic, the entry for November 28th, and then we'll hop on over to the Stoicism subreddit where I've got an interesting post by somebody with the username of David Digit. Okay, so The Daily Stoic was written by uh, Ryan Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. I don't think I mentioned that. This is our source for the first half of these episodes. And this entry, November 28th, starts with a quote by Marcus Aurelius. He says, If someone is slipping up, kindly correct them and point out what they missed. But if you can't, Blame yourself or no one. Okay, so I'll give you some of my thoughts before I read the commentary by the uh, the editors here. If someone is slipping up, kindly correct them and point out what they missed. But if you can't, blame yourself or no one. I'm not entirely sure what he means by that last bit, but the the beginning bit and this um this this is something that I do in my parenting. I don't I don't believe in bad behavior or misbehavior on the part of children. Uh, I believe that there's just behavior, and sometimes somebody's behavior is incompatible with my preferences and my values. I don't think labeling it misbehavior, which is an arbitrary and subjective thing, is helpful. So if if, if my, one of my kids is doing something that I consider to be slipping up, then I'll try to figure out why they're doing it. And if it's because they're just ignorant uh, or they they have a physical limitation, you know, they don't have the motor skills to, to quite do what they're trying to do and it's frustrating them and now they're upset, they're in a bad mood, they're stressed, that's a problem that can be solved. So let's, let's be there as their partner to help uh, point it out. You know, this, this is the slip up, this is the problem, maybe if you do it this way. And I'm not saying you should offer, and this is for kids and, and adults. I'm not saying you should, you should offer unsolicited advice or correction, but you can still offer, say, Hey, I noticed you're having some trouble with this. I might have, you know, it's something I've dealt with before. I may have a solution for you if you're interested, or they just maybe want to muck around with it until they get it right. And that's okay too. So I think when he says kindly correct them, I think the only way to correct somebody kindly is to do it, is to offer it, is to offer, offer it first. Don't just offer the solution, but offer to provide the solution if they need you to. Something tells me that Marcus Aurelius was um, probably a bit more forward in that regard than I, than I like to be. <laughs> okay, let's, let's see what uh, these guys write. A good teacher knows that when a student is failing, 
the blame falls on the instructor, not the pupil. How much more generous and tolerant would we be if we could extend this understanding to other spheres in our life? To be able to see that if a friend is unreliable, maybe it's because they don't know what's wrong or because we haven't tried to help them fix their flaw. If an employee is underperforming, just talk to them or figure out if they're lacking in support. If someone is being annoying, try talking to them about the problem with their behavior or ask yourself, why am I being so sensitive? And if this doesn't work, try letting it go. It might be an isolated incident anyway. Okay, so maybe that's what Marcus Aurelius, that second part of his quote, if someone is slipping up, kindly correct them and point out what they missed. But if you can't, blame yourself. In other words, your interpretation that they're slipping up may be totally inside your head, right? They might be doing something that to them is is completely rational and is not really a problem, but it's annoying you, <laughs> Right, so you label it as misbehavior or as something's wrong here, and you know you think you're coming to the rescue. You might not be. So always, always check in. You know, just that's how you co- kindly correct them. You check in with them first before you just start trying to fix their problem. Um, this is especially helpful when it comes to like you know spouses and stuff like that. Often a spouse will just want to talk to you about a problem. Just to, just to, you know, therapeutically, just to get it out of their mouth so that it can come back into their ears and maybe a solution will present itself. Unless they ask, it's probably wise not to try to fix their problem for them. And I, I think this is true for spouses and I think it's true for kids too. It's probably true for everybody. Before you do start trying to fix, say, would you like my help in solving this problem? If they say no, you know, respect that. Back, back away. They're probably not looking for help yet. But knowing that you're interested, if they decide it is a brick wall, they'll probably come. They'll probably come for you. And that's when you can be their hero. I like the, the first part here where it says, when a student is failing, blame falls on the instructor, not the pupil. Now, I don't really like the concept of blame. I don't think it's, it's usually not very helpful, right? Figuring out who's to blame. But when something is going wrong, what's important is not uh, who's to blame, but what's important is understanding the facts that led us to this situation. And in the case of a student failing, we do need to examine what the teacher is doing and how well they're doing it to, to, to know, you know where, where there might be a disconnect. Okay, maybe the, the teacher is speaking a different learning language than, than what the stu- student is capable of hearing. Now, it, it's not helpful to use this language of blame because the language of blame sort of implies uh, bad faith and ill will or malice or things like that. So I, I try to stay away from that, especially with my kids when they're, you know, playing the blame game. Something went wrong and they're throwing their, you know, they're pointing at each other. I just say it doesn't matter who did it. Let's just, let's just figure out what went wrong and let's vow to try better next time. It's all that matters. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next one. The next, the, the second half of these episodes uh, from uh, Reddit. This is the post by David Digit. At least that's his username. And he titles it Practicing Care Instead of Judgment. They write, I wanted to share a practical exercise that really rocked my world this week. I'm inherently an extremely critical person of myself and others. So this week, I was at the airport and decided this would be a perfect opportunity to practice care and love instead of judgment. 
Usually, I would walk through the airport, either in my own head or people watching, slightly judging and sometimes even comparing myself to others. Instead, I did this, thanks to a meditation I heard on the Calm app the day before. Every person I walked by, I said to myself in my head, I hope you find whatever you are looking for. I hope you find whatever it is you are looking for. What did this do? Well, it was a practice giving love. Uh, It made me smile. And it relieved my mind from judging others and therefore myself in relation to them. I like that. I hope you find whatever you are looking for. You're walking around. Maybe you're, you're doing a job where you're encountering people. Maybe you're just shopping or maybe you're having a stroll. When you see somebody, right, they're, they're probably in pursuit of something, right, just like you are. Maybe you're, you're on a meandering stroll and you're, all you're really in pursuit of is maybe calmness and contentment. But everybody is always in pursuit of something, right? That's what human action is. Human action is, um, let me find it. Hang on. Human action is the utilization of means over a period of time in order to achieve a desired end. Okay, so if, if you're acting, and I'm not talking about accidental actions where you, you trip and fall, but when you're actually acting, that is always in the pursuit of some goal, okay? I hope you find whatever you're looking for. I hope you arrive at whatever it is you're pursuing. Just think that in your mind as you see people going about. And I believe this guy experienced what he says he did. I think it did make him smile, and I think it did relieve his mind of judging other people. Right? You walk around, you see people, you immediately notice their appearance, you notice you notice their looks, you notice their actions, and you start to form uh, a picture in your mind. And every, you know, square inch of that picture is going to be filled with little judgments about it. But instead of doing that, just think, I hope, I hope they get whatever they're pursuing. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if they're in pursuit of some nefarious, <laughs> some nefarious end, right? That's just a distraction. That's, that's not what's important. That doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. You're not, you're not really praying to, to the gods to help them accomplish what they're trying, you know, what they're trying to accomplish, right? It's, it's more personal. It's more for you. I hope you find whatever it is you're looking for. I hope you find whatever you're looking for. That's a, that's a terribly simple practice to just, to just, uh, to do everywhere you go. Try it. Try it for a day. Try it for a week. I'm going to try because I, I go out and I pick up food and I deliver and I, I see a lot of people. And everybody I see is actually in pursuit of something. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to think that to myself, right? I'm driving along and somebody maybe does something kind of dumb in their car and it interferes with with my, with me. Instead of cursing and being judgmental and blah, 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 I'm going to think, well, this guy's obviously in a hurry. I hope he, I hope he finds what he's looking for. I hope he does it safely. <laughs> I hope he arrives at his destination without a hitch. I'm going to try that. I like that. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Quick review. We uh, we talked about people making mistakes. Um, we talked about blame. And then we talked about practicing care instead of judgment. Thank you so much for listening and have a better day. Please send your comments or questions to thinkinganddoingpodcast at gmail.com.
If you like this episode, please subscribe to Voluntarist Voices, a podcast featuring lectures, interviews, and audio essays by intellectual giants, past and present. If you'd like to kick back a small commission from every Amazon purchase you make at no extra cost to you, please use and bookmark our special link at AmazonEVC.com. That's AmazonEVC.com. You can rate and review this podcast in your podcast app, and please share it with everyone you know. Please consider supporting this podcast and everythingvoluntary.com by setting up an automatic monthly donation at patreon.com forward slash EVC. One-time donations are also accepted at paypal.me forward slash everythingvoluntary.com.